You are listening to a podcast of Ice and Fire, episode number 267 for the week of August 28th, 2022. Welcome back, listeners, to the longest-running podcast dedicated to the epic glory of George R.R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire. And right now, Hot D, House of the Dragon. As always, this is Amin. And this is Kyle. And it's like a little mini Guys Night Out episode here, Amin. Yeah, that's uh, that's our goal. Is that we just record what we can e- each week, get our get what we think of it while still fresh, even if it's a shorter or a smaller group. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, we started this when we were younger, and our jobs didn't take up as much time, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now we've got lives and families and different things, and uh, we uh, we record when we can, I guess. So here we are, trying to bang this out. You know, it might not be a three-hour episode; it may only be. 15, 20 minutes. I don't know. We'll see. So uh, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about episode two of House of the Dragon, The Rogue Prince. Here we are. Uh, but, but before we dive into that, actually, I want to talk about a little news, I mean, sure. um, I looked up the ratings. Uh, well, first off, ha- uh, season two has been greenlit. Right. I just saw that. I mean, that's that's good news. Yes. Um, so that makes, I think, a lot of people... I think there are a lot of people when TV shows come out where they're like, nah, I'm not going to put that much effort into it if it's just going to get canceled after a season. So mm. saying right away uh, that there's going to be a season two, I think, gets some people to be like, OK, OK, I'll tune in. Um, but I don't know how many because, damn, the ratings. The first episode, I guess, after streaming and all that calculated uh, was just under 10 million, I guess. And the second episode uh, drew over 10 million. So, um, so the ratings went up or the viewership went up. Hmm. So, yeah, the final three seasons of Game of Thrones averaged, um, 25.7 million, 32.8 million and 44.2 million. So not quite on those numbers yet. Um, but, uh, actually hold on a second. I'm misreading this. Uh, I'm looking at the Hollywood Reporter right now. Mm. It says that the series premiere has grown to almost 25 million viewers across all the platforms. Oh, okay. So it's right up there. It's right up there with, um, in the mix with the final seasons of Game of Thrones. Yeah, I mean, that's a strong start for it. Uh, if it keeps going well, then they'll probably just get more and more fans over time. Yeah, absolutely. So... So that's cool. That's good news. I think if you want this show to succeed, that's very good news. <laughs> um, and I think we all do. Yeah. So that's the news I've got. Uh, I haven't heard anything on the new Jon Snow show. So I guess we'll wait and hear about that uh, when that gets picked up. And then, um, so we want to dive into the episode? Yeah, let's do it. Should we just give initial thoughts on it? Or, yeah, absolutely. Or we... Give me your lemon cake rating. I guess uh, if we were still on the 10 scale, I'd probably give it a 7 out of 10, but a solid 7 out of 10. I mean, I enjoyed watching it like last week. Um, I'm not, I, I give the show more le- leeway as, as we talked earlier because I'm not as connected to it. I don't remember as much. My question is, do I enjoy watching it and do I get things out of it? And I do. And uh, I thought it was a good episode overall. Maybe when, not when, as good when, as the last one. <laughs> oh, when did you increase the lemon cakes to 10? Well, that's what we did last time because I said I think I said last time I gave it eight or nine out of ten. But if we're going back to the five scale, then it'd be three point five out of five. I'm pretty sure last week we kept it on the five. Uh, you you edited it, so you know better than I did. I think it was higher. I think we like more lemon cake. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> did, really, we introduced ten lemon cakes. Yeah. 
Well, let's go back to the five scale then. That's, that's, that's it. So scale wise, I, I, I'd give it about three point five out of five. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I guess I did seven out of ten lemon cakes last week or something. Thought I did. Four. I don't remember. But um, okay, if we're doing the five scale, I'd probably give it. Um, wait, what did you give it? Three point five. Okay, I'd probably give it a three. Um, I think it was a solid episode, but it felt like a, kind of a build-up episode, which are not always the most exciting. Mm. But uh, it was moving the pieces into place, and it looks like next week we're going to start some battle with the the crab feeder and um, uh, get into some like cool action and uh, some more drama. So yeah, I think this is a this was a good episode. Not too exciting, but uh, a fun watch. I thought so. I'll give it a three. Again, like uh, I think the advantage of not remembering everything is, is a benefit because I I don't really think was this in the book or was it not. I just think. Do I like this or I don't like this? Does it make sense or doesn't from the show itself? I yeah. think that's 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 a nice approach compared to sometimes we were a bit more nitpicky with the <laughs> with Game of Thrones. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you mean. You know, one thing I noticed, like going back to you talked about last week with the stones and stuff, right? Uh, at the table, like it, the 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 approach they're taking with with this show and and there's nothing wrong with it because this is you know 200 years ago it could be different they're very like about objects symbolizing stuff you have the stuff for the throne and you have like with, with the uh selection of the king's guard they have like they have like these yes. items for them it's just like they're very object oriented <laughs> right i'm glad now. you brought that up because yeah. when they had the close-up of them putting the pieces on during the the king's guard selection i was like wait a minute <laughs> they do love these objects well, maybe they know Dungeons and Dragons. The movie is coming out, and they're, they're trying to <laughs> tap into because even got the guy doing the model of old. There's just a lot of objects and models coming out. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's actually consistent. It's just that at that time, this symbolism was favored. Now it doesn't really seem to appear later, but it's something that could have been dropped over time, right? Yeah, very true. But speaking of that, did um, when we went to Dragonstone later, mm. uh, we didn't have that table of Westeros. Was that not created yet, or were we just in a different room? Well, there's a lot of rooms there. So, that, uh, although it would have been a nice little, uh, like, flashback to that if they put that there, you'd be like, "Hey, that's the table," or you know, what happens yeah. later. Is, what, did Aegon the Conqueror was was that created right when he came over? Yes, or? I do. I think that that's what they discussed that he he saw it as one place or something, right? So it, it should have it does exist okay. at this time, but they just didn't. Uh, I wonder if they kept that table, or they, or they junked it, and they didn't want to remake it. <laughs> they were like, "Oh shit!" Okay, so same thing. Um, all right, well, uh, I'm going to flip through the episode quick sure. here, and I, w- I want to start off with the opening opening credits, because we we got one. We didn't get one the first week, if I remember correctly. Right, and uh, to me, it seemed kind of confused. I'm like, okay, I get it. You're, you're, there's going to be lots of violence in the show. There's lots of blood, but, like, oh, no. <laughs> what's going on? Like, is this... Yeah, thank you, because yeah. I was like, where are we? Are we on a wall? Are we, like, we're in the stone, and there's all these little... Circles, but stuff. Aqueduct of blood, basically. But there's no like I couldn't tell the locations, or unless this is supposed to be. Is this like the the Valyria statue, or like this Valyria like model that the guy has, like by series, or or what? Is, is yeah. that supposed to refer to that, maybe? But I don't know. I mean, I, I'm sure I can look it up. Yeah, I'm sure and find out. But that. but th- that's the problem. Like I didn't need to look up. What right. The Game of Thrones. You, should, one you was. shouldn't have to look it up. I mean, maybe it's something obvious and we're missing it, but it just like looking at it in a one glance, like one watch through, it didn't seem, it yeah. seemed like kind of a knockoff of the original one, which, which is not necessarily bad if they wanted to emulate it, but it was just like, what, 
okay, I get there's blood. There's going to be lots of blood in the show. That's that's the takeaway I got from it. <laughs> that's just, just going to be a lot of blood. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm looking it up, and I'm slow at... Well, somebody I'm else slow determined at, it, yeah. Slow at looking things up, but... Uh, but yeah, so I was uh, I was trying to figure that out, and I don't know. So it kind of starts that off. Wow. Well, I'm going to look it up, and maybe I'll chime in later. But I, I did look it up. Says that somebody says it's a map of a family. Is it talking about like their bloodlines and the different branches? That that is interesting. But again. Well, that, that's an interesting way to do it. I mean, in one sense, it's not dumbing things down. But on the other hand, it's just like, well, even we didn't get what was going on here. Like, uh, at least in one viewing of it. I'm, I'm sure yeah. these people watched like 10 times to be like, okay, what? <laughs> freeze frame. I, didn't, I don't want to freeze frame the intro. You're right. So, so I guess this is a family tree. And mm-hmm. they're just showing the blood running from one Targaryen event to another. Um, yeah, but it's a little repetitive. So- even if it's doing that, it's just the same. It's just like blood flowing down. It's like, okay. Like, just show a dragon or something. That, 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 that's what we want. Wow. That, that's dumbing it down, I mean. <laughs> just show a dragon. That's all we want. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, um, what stuck out to you about this episode? Uh, maybe I'll just jump to the end of it, because it, it certainly it certainly built up why... I mean, Viserys maybe preferred to choose Alicent, but it was kind of a... A shocking one because like everyone's saying, "Hey, marry this person, marry this person," and then suddenly like this, you don't you don't see like the intervening like Otto offering it or discussing it because Otto wasn't surprised to see it, so it's just like, "Whoa, what a pivot there that he did." Yeah, I I think they did. Hmm, I don't want to. I, I think they were setting it up where he didn't, you know, he didn't have a choice. <clears throat> he was going to have to marry somebody, and. Right. The obvious one, the one that everybody was telling him, was the uh, the Valerian girl, the twelve year old Valerian girl, uh, which would have been a great match. But um, you have Otto there, who is oh man, he is turning into a little finger, the little finger of this <laughs> show, because wow, he was pulling his strings. You know, he brings in his story about his wife that passed and how he wouldn't want anybody to replace her and this and that and. Um, you can tell he is so subvertly uh, positioning his daughter to um, to capture the king's heart, I guess, or at least his attention. Um, and yeah, I felt it like it was a little kind of I could see the setup. I watched it a couple times and I can see all the moves and the setup right. and her. It was probably Otto and her, but like making sh- like repairing that dragon piece for his playset mm-hmm. and returning it to him at, you know, at just the right moment when he's got to make the decision. And I can see how he, he was like, nah, I, you know, I married once for the, <laughs> I married once for the, the, the kingdom or whatnot, you know, maybe I'll do one. My, I'll do the next one. My turn. It, yeah. Uh, I, I, get, I don't know. I, uh, sorry, I, I get I get why he did it, like why Viserys wanted to marry her. I just didn't get the way he sort of like sprung it on them. And then even a lot of one of the arcs of the show so far has been like father daughter relationship, trying to mend that. And then he didn't in their their heart to heart. He didn't say, by the way, I'm thinking of marrying your friend. He just surprised her at the like that didn't seem to match the arc of his interaction with his daughter to just surprise her at the table. By the way, I'm marrying your friend. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, he yeah. Um, he doesn't tell her anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, I want you to be my heir, you know, but 
I'm not really going to train you in the ways at all. I'm just going to tell you not to interrupt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not a big, it's not a big criticism. It's just uh, that was the one kind of surprising thing to me. But I mean, it, it, it is where they're going to end up. That that's what's going to happen. So that that he marries her. Um, so I just that that was the one comment there. But the, otherwise, I thought um, probably the one of the I don't know the stealers of this episode was the sea snake. Like the amount of activity that he does and like, the way that he's taking action at the end. Like I thought that he was really focused on in this episode. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was, and I think they made a uh, they made good moves. Like I feel like he did everything right. And right, and and you can see why he's offended, right? Like he's like it was a good match. He proposed it, and it's like it's he got rebuffed here. Like, yeah. even if it wasn't intentional, it, but it's what it is. The effect of it is a rebuff. Like, yeah, if his daughter was, you know, two, three, four, five years older. I feel like there would have been no issue, which obviously I feel dirty saying that because uh, that's disgusting. But, you know, in the the world of the show, right? <laughs> even, even in the world of the show, she's considered too young. That's the whole point. They have to, she has to get a little bit older, even even in Westeros. And the king just didn't want to deal with that. He, he had this other person that was, that was very kind to him and he was falling for her. And he's like, OK, you're going to, as you said, I, I, get, I get why he did it. I, I totally, that was totally set up well. I just, the way that he revealed it was a little off to me do you think he's falling for it It just felt like kind of a companionship thing to me well i mean he certainly prefers her over over the other <laughs> yeah i mean he talked to her once, and she, right and she was just you know the the little valerian girl was just parroting what her parents probably told her right you know, they, they yeah, I, these... I mean the, the other the interesting part is alicent isn't necessarily a bad match i mean the high towers are important so it's not like he went and just picked some very lowly person for it, uh, he at least he, it's like when they talk about when Rob broke his marriage alliance and Caitlin or somebody was like, "Oh, I wish you had gone for Marguerite Terrell." You know, it's, if you swap it with somebody else who's important, at least you get that support. <laughs> so at yeah. least you get high tower support for, for more firmly. But it, it, he didn't swap it to somebody real low level with that couldn't provide anything from her family. God, I just liked when I watched this a second time. I really like watching all of uh, Otto's. Um, moves <laughs> his political moves like, are very good his military ones aren't, aren't very good that, 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 that's like i think some people have commented and then that's just the way he is like going to dragonstone there he was kind of screwed like no, they, but, but but that was part of the thing too like hmm. he if 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 his daughter had no shot at getting with that king i feel like otto would not have gone no stay here i'll go hmm. like he's protecting the king and at the same time, ensuring the future of his line, you know, he's trying to get he's trying to get his grandson on the throne. And if the king goes off and gets into a fight with his brother and gets hurt, hmm. that ruins his chances of uh, having his family rise up. Yeah, that makes sense why he didn't send the king there. I mean, just what he was expecting there. I guess he kind of realized, oops, like <laughs> she there's steel now. But uh, actually, and that's an interesting question. To discuss is what was that? What was Damon's goal here? Just it was just trying to lure his brother there because he, he everything was fake, right? Like the whole marriage and pregnancy was fake, apparently. Yeah, so, what? Well, yeah, you're right. What What was he trying to do? What was he trying to accomplish? Was he just trying to get the king there, and then <laughs> it didn't seem like he had some sort of ambush set up for him or anything? No, and he wasn't willing to kill like his niece. So I don't think he was going to kill the king. So he he just wanted the king's attention and maybe to talk to him and. I guess not the way to go about it. So it's like, I, I, I think this incident existed in the books. I don't remember. I'm just, I, I don't remember in the books if it said why he did that either. Is it just 
seems like he wanted the king there to kind of legitimize what he's been doing. Yeah, because he certainly wants to leave his original wife, doesn't like her. That part yeah, is leave true. the wife. I mean, he took he just took Dragonstone like six months ago, um, and uh, the the king the kingdom hasn't uh, done anything about it. Like he just took a castle, you know, mm. um, and the kingdom didn't do anything about it. So I think he thought if the king shows up to parlay or just chat, then it sort of um, sort of cements the fact that okay, this is your castle now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and, and he still cares for his brother, even at the end where Corliss is kind of dissing his brother. It's like, hey, you, I can't say that about my brother. You can't. Right. <laughs> Dude, how'd you like the shot of uh, the crab feeder? He looked pretty cool. Yeah, I think they're, the, the, I mean, I think they're building the crab feeder up more than, than he was in the books for the, the reason that they can, because it, it, he's a good target. And that whole, that whole area, I mean, there was a big war there with many aspects to it. But let's see, yeah, let's have something for them to target and fight now. Before the, like the rest of the stuff happens, right? So they, I think they certainly built it up well, and and it's interesting. It's like, yeah, I want to see what, what's going to happen here. What, they're going to go fight there and uh, have this very weird looking villain with like who is really villainous that's feeding people to, to crabs, <laughs> feeding them alive too. Like I don't even remember. I thought like I know that he drowned. I think he drowned people and then they were eaten by crabs. But the show they're they're still alive. Oh yeah, it, I, th- I think I think it was he would ju- he just stake them down and then let the tide come in yeah so they, they would die from the tide there and then they would be eaten but like the way that's the, it seems more gruesome the way that's portraying it here oh yeah totally all right all right is there anything else i guess that uh caught our eyes because i mean that's what i like about our recaps now we're not going scene by scene like we used to uh, <laughs> i'm looking through we have that conversation between the queen who never was and Renera. right um which uh, I think was some fine acting in that scene, but uh... yeah, I mean she's getting the, the the point down that they don't most of those Westeros lords don't want a queen, but uh... right, and I think I think we're setting up in here the fact that you know they're going to have a male heir, and when that happens, a lot of the realm is going to turn against Rhaenyra. Um, I don't know if we've so blatantly said that yet in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but if not, then it got said then. <laughs> yeah, that needed that needed to be hammered down to kind of show what happens later. That makes sense. That that's definitely there now. But did did you feel that Allison Allison definitely feels she had the kind of a guilty look, right, when this all has happened? It's just almost like I've stolen your father or something. Allison, yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, she always looks kind of guilty. And what's up with the hands? Is she yeah. always just so nervous that she's picking out her hands, or or right? She nervous does she, or she's, like, does she, this yeah, does she not want to do it or does she have some sort of, is there some other underlying thing we don't know about her character yet? The way it was shown in the first episode, she certainly, she had a good relationship with, with her, with, with the princess. So I think she feels guilty. I think that's the most in alignment. Like she, she knows this is not what her friend wants. Right. Mm. I'm getting a lot of, I'm getting the sense of a lot of, um, she doesn't like the position she's in at all. Like her dad's making her do all this. Mm. Um, and she, she hates all of it. And, um, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and, and that's what's going to be interesting to see later is, is she going to change and become more vindictive or I mean, certainly she's going to change in some degree, but how much is she? Cause right now she still seems sympathetic 
but then the Alicent, a lot of people didn't like Alicent in 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 the in the book. So we'll see. Is she going to completely change? Because some things are going to change when 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 you have kids and and oh, it's yeah. the reality that you're going to be queen. And I mean, she is queen now, right? And then to have your producing oh, yeah. like a, like a rule and after you too. All of a sudden, when it's your son's life on the line, you mm-hmm. know, <laughs> that's going to make your maternal instinct. I'm sure is going to kick in. We had uh, the dragons popping up. You know, that was probably the most, you know, visually exciting moment right. of the episode. The little show off there. And uh, that, yeah, that was cool. That's pretty neat. Oh, um, Kristen Cole gets anointed to the Kingsguard. Right. And he, he only, he's the only one who has combat experience. So that's kind of the, I mean, you can see Otto trying to make a more political appointment, right? Out of everything. But uh, right. she didn't, she got to choose and, and chose him. And uh, yeah, that relationship. I mean, it's 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 kind of like the slow burn. It's slowly being built up to a payoff later. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see. And he said he fought against the Dornish. Yeah, I think I think he then they mentioned that he might be of Dornish background himself. But yeah, in in the fight that he fought, he they went against the Dornish. Yeah, because the, the Dorn is not part of the realm at this time, right? That's a, yeah, that's right. So so that the, they still have skirmishes and fights. Oh, okay, I gotcha. That's right. I forgot. That's not part of the realm yet. Um, is he the one that brings it in? No, that's that's still a, 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 that's still a, a long ways down the line. Like that's okay. Like there's no dragons at that time. This is after all. Like yeah, this is after oh, wow. all the dragons are gone. Ooh, get my history lesson. I love it. <laughs> but um, I do like when Kristen Cole goes to Dragonstone and Damon goes uh, Crispin. Because I'm fairly certain <laughs> I called him Crispin last, I think you did. <laughs> last week in the episode. I, might have, so. I don't know. I might have left that in too. Yeah. <laughs> so when he said that and then he was like, oh, Crispin, I was like, oh, I know the feeling. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, but oh, the set of balls on Kristen. Ooh, even even he gets scared by the dragon as he should. Well, I mean, obviously. But yeah, yeah but before that, he didn't yeah. get scared by, you know, Damon. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Called well, out. Damon's uh, like would-be wife or whatever, his mistress. Um, I'm trying to remember yeah, if, if this is the same character. Like, she, I think she has quite a role to play, actually, potentially. She does a lot of stuff if, if it's that, that character. We'll have to see. Uh, from what I recall, I think she, she does a lot of things. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Even know. magic related. She's kind of like a Melisandre-type character. Man, I'd have to... I, I, I'm hesitant to look things up. I like the way things are going. I don't want to go and like look things up and read things. I want to just go through the season like this and then maybe refresh afterward. But from what I recall, I, I think that she... Yeah, there's, there's certainly a potential magical element there and a very serious one, if that's if that's correct, what I'm remembering. Okay. Because there definitely give... Uh, you know, she doesn't feel Westerosi. Um, oh, yeah. She's definitely not there. I mean, she, she's, she's kind of in that... I think the archetype of like... Melisandre is, is just the one of many in in the history of westeros are like the woman of the east that has some magical powers or rumored to do and and influencing somebody here and, and viewed as the other like that that's a repeat pattern of character that shows up in, in george's story mm. we've got the king um who's uh not doing so well sitting on that iron throne he's gonna lose a finger right they keep they keep showing that that he's just i mean that's probably the just the payoff of whenever at the end of his life he'll probably be he's just like this, he's been slowly wasting away or something. Maybe. Yeah. Well, he had the open cut on his back, right. or whatever that was, and then he cut himself at the end of the first episode, and now his finger's almost, you know, he's probably going to lose it. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think he needs to think about remodeling. They they, they need to just they should have just hammered out the uh, throne. I guess <laughs> they would have seen it as a sign of weakness or something. If he can't handle it, but I think Ned himself curses. He's like, "This chair sucks." Like he cursed. I remember he curses Aegon for his arrogance for making a chair like this. <laughs> <laughs> they need to go for an IKEA run. Get a get a get a better seat. <laughs> I want to see. I think that's all I have to say, really, about it. I don't. I can't really think of anything else. That. Um... Yeah. No. It's. It sounds. It seems like they're putting Rhaenyra into a position of like. Seems like she's making good calls. Mm-hmm. They just don't want to give her any credit because she's a girl. I guess. Um, like in the you know the chamber, um, in the the small council, she speaks up and she's like, "Well, we have, we can send a dragon rider," and they're all like, "Nah, nah, 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 nah." nah. <laughs> you, you 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 go away. Go go pick a king's guard. Um, and then later, when she takes off on her own and she solves it, and there's no bloodshed and everything seems to resolve pretty well. Yeah, because of what she did, they you know he scolds her for that. And it's definitely in the, as a viewer, I'm like, oh man, she's she's really good at this. <laughs> Yeah, I think just, I think there there is an element to to that showing like the double standard of like if it, if this had been a male character, it might some of the things she she did might not be viewed negative. I'm not, I wouldn't necessarily agree with everything she did, but I, I totally get your point that I, I think that it, it's trying to so she has she has capability, and it's not it's being overlooked sometimes or dismissed, and that's important I think because like, she didn't. I mean, the, you you want a compelling story to have somebody who's potentially capable that could be a good ruler, right? Mm-hmm. And who is the who's the Kingsguard guy that's always around? Oh, the old the bald guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. which one is he? I don't I don't know to be honest. I, I, I do recognize him all the time. It's that right. guy, but I, I, other than Kristen Cole, I, <laughs> I don't really remember many of the the Kingsguard at this time. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> I know they've said his name a few times, but I have I have mm. missed it. So I guess I'll I'll find out. Uh, yeah. certainly, they certainly of higher quality in the, in this era. You get the sense of that compared to... Oh, yeah, they actually care about their jobs, you know? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that's uh, that's our quick review of this episode. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Um, make sure you join the Discord, join the conversation, and we'll see you again next week. See you next time. Kyle, did you have one minute? I just want to mention. Did you do you watch the previews for next week, or you don't watch the previews? Um, I do. I did. Um, we could we could mention that like in the after show, like just for a minute or two, like what we thought. Like if we wanted, if people want to hear our thoughts in the preview. That's I think that could separate it from the main show because some people don't. Oh, um, you can certainly talk about it. I don't remember it. I watched it <laughs> on su- I watched it on Sunday and did not rewatch it today. So, um, but I've seen it. I just don't remember what's yeah. in it. Well, the, so. the two highlights were, I mean, one was the focus on the war. It looks like there's lots of action scenes coming, which is good. Like in nice. Stepstone, so we want to see that. And the other one, it, I mean, they're showing the birth of a son. So there's certainly some kind of time jump going on here, right? Oh, that's right. They do hold up the sun. I mean, well, we had a six-month time jump between episode one and episode two. And so mm-hmm. I guess we we can have a nine-month jump. Right. Um, but, yeah, I do. They did hold up the child and... <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Like, he, he, exactly. You just get to the next, you know, step here. Like, you don't have to have the whole pregnancy here and have that on, on the, the show. Like, jump to the next events, right? And, they gotta, they gotta, and then they would have to send the fleet down to the Stepstones, all that. So, yeah. It's, it, it, looked like, it looks like it's going to be fun. Like, uh, the next episode. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. And, 
Jesus, only what three days away from the time of recording this? <laughs> right. Uh, we'll see if we get this out before. I mean, honestly, like things are looking really busy the next few weeks. I'm hoping we can still keep this thing going once a week. Yeah, yeah record and, and do it, but same. You know, this, life's busy this, now. this month is going to be tough for me as well. And there's going to be a week and a half, and probably won't be able to join you guys. So, um. well, it is what it is. I mean, if it turns out that we can't get it every week, we'll hopefully just aim for at least the last few ones of the season, which should be the big ones anyway, and do overall recap. Yeah. So. We can always get them out late or something. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But but we'll try to keep on track. Right, even at least get the records anyway. The, the editing takes longer, but we can get the records and hopefully. Okay. Awesome. Cool. All right, see ya, Kyle. All right, man. Have a great night. Cheers. Bye. Peace.